You're listening to the Casual Friday Podcast. You've been waiting all week. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Casual Friday Podcast. It's a new beginning, a new horizon, a new era, a cultural reset. We are just excited to be here. Okay, so I know you're probably wondering who are these girls and what are they about to tell me? Like what's about to happen? Well, we are about to lay down the law and I guess the best way to do that is to start with some introductions. Well, speaking of laying down the law, Lisa, would you like to start by introducing yourself? Absolutely. So I guess I can start us off. Um, My name is Lisa. I'm 22 years old and I am going to be soon graduating from the business program at Wilfrid Laurier, just like all of us. Um, Very excited to be on the podcast, Um, but my journey is going to continue next year in September at law school. And I'm super excited to bring you all along on this journey with me. On this adventure. Caitlin? So I'm Caitlin. My journey is going to be a little bit different. (laughs) Um, I'm starting at a rotational position at a bank, so that'll be super interesting. So you'll get to hear the ins and outs of my entry-level job. Yeah, and I'm Claire. (laughs) I'm 21, just like Caitlin. At least it's a little bit older than us. Only by a couple months, but I am just start, I've just started working literally in the past three weeks. So if my employer is listening, please just click out. This is a different Claire. You got you got the wrong Claire. Um, but yeah, I'm working as an account manager at a marketing slash advertising agency. Um, just like both of the other two girls, we are just finishing up um, at Laurier for business, and we are just so excited to be creating this podcast because honestly. Thinking back to when I was, even just like a couple years ago, starting an undergrad, I would have loved to hear from some people that were like myself in four, three or four years. I think that when I was in university, I really would have liked to hear some really relatable content relating to kind of both the lifestyle aspects of university, like dating, partying, and the fun stuff overall, but also some of the business aspects as well, like networking, how to get an interview, and maybe some resume tips as well. So I think we're really trying here to combine the best of both worlds. Yeah, and more than anything, right now we're navigating a weird time where there's so much uncertainty. We're graduating into a recession, into a pandemic. I don't want to be a downer here, but we will be going through this journey together and we're all super excited. Yeah, we are about to go through the ringer. Let's be honest, the twenty our 20s have just started. There's a lot of really fun things. Like I remember a couple of years ago thinking about being in my 20s, like how much fun that was going to be. And I'm excited. Like I'm all about taking in whatever you're going through at this point because even when I look back to like when I was 16, 17, I couldn't wait to be in university. But that time in my life was so much fun as well. Like when I was finishing high school. So I just want to like spread some positive vibes with you guys. Like I think it'll be fun to just kind of take the challenges as they come, share them with you guys and talk about what we're learning along the way. I also think it's just going to be like a really fun way for us to look back on what we've learned and how far we've come, reflect on some of the interesting lessons that life has kind of blessed us with speaking of reflection have you guys reflected on your middle school years 
Ooh. Not recently. I try to avoid that. Well, did you guys ever play 21 Questions? Let's be honest, ladies. We've all been there. You're talking to some random guy that you met at school, and he reaches out to ask you for your messenger, be that on Facebook or maybe Snapchat nowadays. BBM. Wait, BBM what was, was a BBM. thing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And, you know, he reaches out to you at around 10 p.m. at night because that was around curfew, and he's like, hey, cutie. Do you want to play 21 questions? It always starts off with like, what's your favorite color? And then yeah. quickly gets very sexy. And you're like, like pink. And he's like, great. Are you a virgin? And you're like, God you're like, damn it. Sir, I am 13 in grade nine. But we wanted to kind of bring you guys back to that, back to middle school or high school, or, or maybe you're still in middle maybe, or high school. Maybe that's where you are right now. <laughs> and we wanted to kind of bring you back and do a little 21 questions between the three of us just to make sure that you guys you can guys get to know us. The first question that we're going to answer is what are we each the CEO of? That's a tough one. So we're going to answer for like for each other. Each other. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that Claire is definitely the CEO of doing the most. Um, Claire definitely (laughs) has been the most involved out of all of us in the group, uh, both kind of in school, but also with getting the most random jobs. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Not really like random but also like good opportunities honestly um but I feel like she's been kind of the most involved out of us and like doing the most isn't necessarily always a bad thing but I definitely think that's what Claire embodies as a whole I'll take it I'll take it um and I would say Claire is the CEO of Irish dancing in inappropriate places (laughs) also is there at a case competition at a karaoke bar dance with also with no shoes on yep on the middle of Ezra, and if you know Laurier, Ezra gets passed. Ezra's twice disgusting. A year, also, so. yeah. And then for Caitlin, I would say that Caitlin is the CEO of Crocs. I mean, she literally started a club <laughs> dedicated to loving no, Crocs. Okay, well, to those of you who don't go to Laurier, we have this thing called Winter Carnival, which is like a frosh week situation during with the drinking, winter though. with a lot it's of like drinking. drinking teams. Yeah. Um, but basically, you have to create a team and give it a name. And Caitlin, do you want to talk about what yours sure. was? So Lisa and Claire were both on a team called Rock Bottom, which is like a legacy. Team. Very like it's fitting of us. It's you know. been around for a while. You yeah. guys will get to know. You guys will get to know that that really does embody Lisa and I. Yeah, rock bottom. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, wouldn't yeah. it be so funny if we started another one called Crock Bottom? Um, and I got thirty people to run around in the middle of winter in only Crocs, and it was quite the experience. It was so fun. Caitlin and her whole team, they almost got sponsored by Crocs. So yeah, if Crocs um, wants to sponsor the podcast, the we'd offer be is down. Still okay. <laughs> also at Andrew Reese, aka the CEO of Crocs. <laughs> thanks for accepting my request, but no thanks for not responding to my DM. Uh, it <laughs> happens. We've all been there. LinkedIn DMs. <laughs> Um, do you want to go next? Yeah. Okay. I would say um, Caitlin is the CEO of having guys simp over her. <laughs> like, I'm screaming. Caitlin gets, That's for fast. some reason, these guys are literally obsessed with her to the point where they, like, she hooked up with them once and two years later, they're still like, okay, but well, I don't know if we're going to say names. Maybe we'll have to make, like, character <laughs> names on this. I told Lisa she's dead. But, yeah, so it's funny. just because my type 
has like my type is a guy who has less experience than me. Like I just like to be that's the so cool. Accurate. I'm the cool one. I'm the cool one. I'm like the opposite. So like I like guys that treat me like shit. So oh, if, if a guy's mean to me, I'm cuffing him. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, so Caitlin's definitely CEO of guys that of having guys simp over her. And then Lisa, she's the CEO of making her own dictionary. Like Lisa has her own. <laughs> oh yeah. That's so Lisa has her own. Like we can dedicate a whole podcast episode. And the more that it. you get to know Lisa, so like this will probably happen for you guys that listen, the more that you get to know Lisa, the more she like she says the same kind of like you'll start to say her slang. You pick it up much faster than you would pick up anyone else's slang. I personally have picked up a lot of slang from her. One of them being just like saying, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. She says it like that. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Either, oh, yeah, or, and what oh, else? yeah. Uh, it, it means different things. It's like for two moods, you know? And then another thing that Lisa says a lot, like I know this obviously like Lisa wasn't the one that created this, but um, Lisa says more than the average person. She's like, oh, yeah, do you rate? That's like her way of <laughs> yeah. asking, like, are you interested in someone? I think the most you iconic, rate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the most iconic one though is paging. Oh yeah, yeah. that it's like paging is like calling someone out, sort of. Yeah, and it, but honestly, usually in a cool. loving way. Like one time I was, yeah, in, with good intentions too. When we were first years, yeah. um, I remember I was sitting with like a group project and. My mom was like getting annoyed at me for something and she was texting me about it and I was like, guys, my mom is paging me. <laughs> that's that's a great application. They of the thought term. I meant like she was like I had a pager and she was paging me. <laughs> they're like, get with the time. And they're like, Your mom and you have like pagers? And I was like, No, no, no. But yeah, that's that's Lisa. I think Lisa's definitely CEO of slang. But I have to go for Lisa. So I would say oh. Lisa is um CEO of um I think she has some interesting stuff go down at her workplace and in her professional... Ah, I feel attacked! <laughs> that is a whole different story we could talk about. You know what? We're going to have a whole episode dedicated to workplace etiquette, and I think I can chime in with yeah. my two cents on that. Oh, yeah. Her two cents. <laughs> like, like, 50 bucks. Okay, shifting gears a little bit, we're going to talk a little bit about something that I think we're all really familiar with being at university for four years now, and that is a crazy or funny drunk story. So, Kaylin, do you want to start us off? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, there's an iconic place called Phil's in Waterloo. I don't know if it's even... Is it iconic? It was. It, it was. It was. One point. It's like, you can't get in with a fake. Like, you buy these pictures, and it's $12 for essentially, like, a huge thing of... Of juice. Of, no, no, no. Like, they're good. Like, bit. vodka crayon. A little something, whatever. something in there. <laughs> yeah. So, I I had this was my last time at Phil's I'm pretty sure and I went with some friends it was a good time and by the end of the night things were clearing up so then me and my friend Vanessa we were talking to these two guys and then I ended up going home with that one guy and he gave me a piggyback to his place oh really didn't even call me an uber we, he gave me a piggyback so that was great which is another so form funny of yeah I, I honestly not don't. a red flag honestly. no it was kind of fun cute. Mm-hmm. he was really tall though was um, it a far walk too like do you know Brighton yeah that's yeah. not that bad. it's not terrible so I feels yeah not bad. yeah so like we he gave me a piggyback ride to his place we had sex like whatever it wasn't a huge deal at the no. time like I Sorry, didn't really Mom. know was it second year <laughs> this was in second year like I didn't really know much about him don't fully I don't even remember his name to be honest <laughs> 
But I got the best. Yeah. So I was like hammered, blackout, whatever. The next morning, <laughs> like I do this thing where when I like wake up and when I like sleep for the first time in a different bed, I always wake up early the first morning. Yeah. Okay. So I was in his bed, woke up at like 6 a.m. and was like, holy fuck, like I need to get out of here. I have an 8.30 a.m. class. You had class? Oh, yeah. it, was it Phil's Sunday? It was a Phil's Sunday. Nice. So like it was the throwback night. So I had class the next morning. I had like a, qu- a French quiz actually. And I was Cheers. like, you know what? Like I have to make it to this class, but I'm still wearing my going out shirt. Like I probably have come in my hair. Like I'm all sweaty. I'm the classic. It was disgusting. So I was like, okay, gotta go. Like, I'm just not even going to say bye to him. Just going to do a sneak out. Like so sus, but it's fine. Um, and on the way out, who do I see? I see Claire and Lisa's TA <laughs> in the kitchen. In the we kitchen, whipping up his morning protein. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> if I had to take a guess, and it was literally five. It was like six a.m. It was so early. It was that guy, early. He was up. It was all, so he, early. He went to the gym every day. Probably. We, he told us he did. The guy that I had hooked up with was in fifth year, like because he's in double degree or whatever, and so was Claire and Lisa's yeah. TA. Nice. So that was fun. And then because his house was so far from mine, I had to take a bus. To get back you took home. A bus? It a was up CH. No, no, no. Oh, it was the second year. Yeah, to Hazel. It's not even that oh far. It was not that It was far. winter, and I was wearing heels, oh. like heel boots. <laughs> I so would called an wait, Uber. Did you take the seven? No, I don't know. The one that goes like along Weber and then down. Oh my I god, know. I don't know. A uh, down uni. Anyway, one of the more niche. Yeah, <laughs> so I took the bus home. Like, took the quickest shower of my life. Was so tired because I. I barely slept, let's be real. Flex on us. Um, yeah. So then that was crazy. Went to my French quiz, aced it. So oh, here yeah. we go. Honestly, like universities all the bounce. So yeah, all exactly. that for you. Fuck a guy who's in fifth year, yeah. wake up, do your quiz, ace it. I did really well in that course, won't lie. Oh yeah. Nice. Not to brag, but yeah. <laughs> so that was my crazy drunk story. Uh Lisa? Yeah, so mine is a little bit different. So it was actually, actually, it was also second year. So I'm after second year. Um, and actually, I was working in my first co-op job. And I was working at, like, quite a big company. And they had a box at the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. So they would do, like, occasional raffles of tickets, of concert tickets. And fun fact, I'd actually never gone to a concert prior to this. But we, because it was a big company, we had like quite a big group of interns working there. It was about like 15 to 20 of us. And um, so I thought it would be a fun idea, even though it was like a random K-pop band. I thought it'd be a great idea for all of us to enter the raffle. Because I'm like, honestly, if all of us enter, like a good amount of us will probably get tickets. And each one of us got a plus (laughs) one so all of us can go. And it'll be just like super fun, open bar. So... It ended up being like six of us won it and six of us were like down to go. Um, We ended up going to a patio afterward because it was during the summer. So it was like really hot out. We ended up going to a patio, have like a couple pitchers of beer, you know, get a little hammered. And one of the guys there was actually this guy that I thought was kind of cute and that this other girl was actually kind of seeing. But he had informed me that they were actually not... Um, hanging out anymore and that he like wasn't down for her anymore so I was like oh, okay perfect for some reason I thought that was like an open invite for me to shoot my shot oh, yeah. again I was in second year whatever I'm a shady bitch it's fine I'm not Love like that. that anymore gross so I <laughs> a personal growth moment but I'm like okay gonna shoot my shot whatever 
Um, so mind you, we're a couple pictures in. We got to the box. We're like drinking more, like we're getting hammered. At this point, I black out at some point during the concert. Don't remember this. And we're like, like I said, we were in the box and like I don't know, like, if you guys have ever been in the boxes, but, like, when you go <laughs> into the... Not that flex, but it's, like, a level where you kind of have a bathroom that, like, only people with boxes can go to. And because it was a K-pop concert, I feel like not a lot of the boxes were full. So the hallway was absolutely dead to get to oh, the bathroom. I didn't know that it was like that. When yeah, because you you're on... It's so nice. You're basically, like, there's, like, the 100s, the 300s, the 500s, and the boxes are between the levels. So they're on separate mm-hmm. levels. And, yeah, like, the boxes were empty, so no one was there. And so at this point, I'm already blacked out. We go out into this hallway, start making out with him. I'm like, wow, I'm doing the most. And, yeah, I we ended up t- <laughs> hooking up in the bathroom. Not my proudest mm-hmm. but like not really anything happened like but i just thought it was like racy that we were in the bathroom or whatever like we were making a little risk that's such a a fun first concert story exactly like i'm out here it's great i'm out here when i was eight years old at avril Lavigne. mine was like i was like 10 at the jonas brothers can't say that i hooked up with a boy so nick jonas was on her radar but unfortunately things didn't play out the way that they were planned unfortunate but that's my drunk story Claire do you want to tell okay. me so I went through a phase when I was this was a bit younger like I this was a good four years ago or so like grade 12 yeah like I don't know if I was underage at this point but um I went through a time with a couple of my friends from high school we went to this bar downtown Toronto people that are from Toronto would know Crocodile Rock R.I.P. it's now closed recently closed but it was like known as um honestly I just like it was a comfortable place to go I liked it for that reason. Um, it's like cheap wait. drinks, like three dollars. Yeah. and it that was like was so it was fun. just fun. Like there was different floors so and cool. stuff. Yeah, there was different floors, but it wasn't too like fancy. Um, so my friends and I, we would go, and we had a routine where we would go to Jack Astor's. There was one like probably about a ten minute walk from Crock Rock. And we would get the fish bowls. Anyone that goes to Jack Astor's knows what the fish bowls are. Also, Jack Astor's does an ITU. As most places in Toronto don't. I think they did ideas in this story in question. But oh, Jack really? Astor's? Yeah. Yeah, it's like sometimes they really care and other times it's like whatever. I don't, yeah. So we get the, the fish bowls. There was probably only like six of us. We get fish bowls, but we also had a two six of vodka that we had to finish off. We had to polish it off before <laughs> going to Crock Rock. So we are sitting on the patio pulling out from one of our purses a two six of vodka that was full at the beginning of the night, spiking our fish bowls. And that was, like, our version of the pre. I mean, we probably preed before, but we go to Crock Rock, and what we would do, we'd just, like, make friends. We would just find random people, talk to them, um, mostly to get free drinks, I guess. And then um, there was this one guy that we kind of met at the end of the night that was talking to me, and we never, like, entertained them at all. Like, we would just kind of talk to them for a little bit, and usually at the end of the night, we would start going around and saying goodbye to everyone as if it was, like, a family gathering and hugging people goodbye and saying we'd see them next week and stuff like that. But there was this one guy who was, I don't know, maybe he was on something. Like, I honestly don't know. But we ended up outside of the bar, and he was, like, literally, like, touching my face and saying, are you real? Because he didn't think I would, like, bother <laughs> talking to him. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
And he actually had gone to my same university, like Laurier, but he graduated in like 2011. So he was nine years older than me. Oh, yeah. Damn. And this was a while ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 whatever. It's fine. And um, he ended up begging me outside of the bar. I think this was around the time it was closing, like it was 2 30, whatever. He begs me to slap him in the face. Some guys like that, like I honestly, they want to be degraded, degraded, but also like degraded outside the bar, the bar, like that's weird. So my friends are there with their cameras ready, right? And (laughs) they're like, Claire, just do it, just do it. And I don't even think I can like slap a person. Like I'm not very confrontational, not a big fighter, attacker kind of person. So I don't even think I could like actually like put force into it. But he's begging me to slap him, and this is going on for a while. He's like, slap me, slap me. And I said to him like, okay, fine, I will do it. But if I'm gonna do it, I said, I don't half-ass anything. I'm going to be causing a scene. Like, I'm not just going to slap you out of nowhere. So I started screaming at him, being like, I can't believe you fucking cheated on me. You're so disgusting. Like, I can't believe you did this to me. I was going on and on and on. And then finally I slap him. And it wasn't a hard slap at all. But I caused the biggest scene about it before that we attracted a crowd. And among that crowd. I'm shook. I know. I, I have I've, a video of it. Have I have a video. You probably have. Wait, that you slapped a guy yeah. inside of you grade twelve. I would never. Like, there what? was there I is a. I think it must have been. It must have been between first and second year though, because I know we talked about Laurier and like I, this. The way I wouldn't have like talked about it. I just met him, but I just. All right, sorry. The way I, I wouldn't have talked about Laurier in that way if I hadn't even gone there yet, but. There was a cop on a horse, and I remember looking behind me when I slapped him. And there was this cop on a horse, and I actually thought I was like imagining it because I was so drunk. But <laughs> there was a horse, and then we love, we love drunkenness. I was like, oh my god! And the cop thought that like there, this is a domestic incident, and <gasps> oh I was like, god. I was like, oh my god! Like I'm sorry, this isn't what it looks like. like this is just the joke, just pure assault. I was actually. like, I actually don't oh. know this guy, and I begged him to slap. He begged me to slap him, and the guy was like. Yeah, and the cops were like, oh, whatever. Like, they didn't actually didn't <laughs> care. So, that was my funniest drunk story. I'm um, obsessed. That's so good. Such but a good now, story. now, Croc Rock is closed, so you will not see me doing that anything of the sort, unfortunately. Damn. No slapping boys outside of... Unfortunately Croc- not. Croc Rock is, like, literally Rainforest Cafe for adults. <laughs> what is Rainforest Cafe? Like, isn't that a restaurant? Yeah. What? I used to go there all the time. They had one at Yorkdale. Rainforest Cafe. They have one in Niagara Falls. Yeah. How is Croc Rock that? The decor is the exact same. Yeah. So the next question is, what is the biggest red flag on a dating app? Oh, okay. I know. Well, I just don't like people who are really boring. So, like... I'm sorry, no shade to anyone who has this on their profile. To anyone who's boring. <laughs> but actually shade, because please change it. If they have something like, oh, looking for the Pam to my gym. Oh, God. Or six feet tall, if that matters. Like, oh. shit like that. I'm just like, okay, please cut it out. Most <laughs> obvious one is, like, if they have another girl in their profile that isn't a group photo. But also, that's like, a red flag oh, for you. Sometimes, if like, like, if it's like just them and one other girl, and sometimes they have it like multiple photos, like different. Yeah, girls. and you're like, yeah. hmm. but then another one is if it's only photos of them, and they're like the quality's too good. Because if a guy's Instagram 
Tinder or if they just have too good. That's not a red flag. If they take selfies, that's a gold flag. If all of their photos are just too good, that means they're too into themselves. But maybe oh, I find that a gold flag if their pictures are actually good. Yeah, like if they're good, that's fine. But if all of them are like just professionally shot photos, it's like sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Everyone has different preferences. I was gonna actually just add to what Caitlin said about like if they have a girl in their profile. Sometimes I've actually noticed that guys on dating apps will have pictures of girls in their profile. And if the guy is, like, not the best looking, but, like, if he has pictures of, like, a bunch of girls that are pretty, I'm like, oh, maybe, like, he's actually he a good personality. Yeah. That's what I think. Because sometimes if it's, like, just, like, a silly photo. Like, the other day I saw this guy and he was in, like, a photo booth, like, at a wedding or something with a girl. Yeah. And I'm like, even if it was his date, like, it, she was super pretty. So I'm like, oh, my God, like, he has clout. Yeah. For me, a red flag. And I don't know if it's just me, but... It's when a guy within the first three messages of texting you is like, you are so gorgeous or like your eyes are so absolutely mesmerizing. Like, can you be more generic? I actually can't understand why you're complimenting me this hard. You don't even know me. My pictures aren't that good. Sir, I don't have any selfies. They're all from a distance. You probably can't even tell what color my my eyes are. are. So, like, I get that you think I'm pretty, but... Don't act up. I don't know. Honestly, I just really find it unattractive when guys simp on dating apps. Yeah. <laughs> I, so that's my. What if they like ask for your snap? Like, I think like always ask thing. for your num- their number first. I don't know. Snap is okay from a dating app, but I've never had it go anywhere past Snap. Because then, like, if they send boring shit, I'm not going to reply. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know like, you. I think if they say straight up the bat, like, oh, what's your snap? It's like, or... I don't know. I don't really. I don't know if that's like a thing guys do to kind of make sure you're not a catfish or something like that. But oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know though. I don't know if guys are smart enough to think that through though. No, no, they definitely are. They are. are. Yeah, if someone asks me for my snap right off the bat, I'm like, well, like, why just my snap? Like, why don't you want my number? Also, if someone's not making any moves to ask for my number, it's like, so like, where do you see this? I don't know. Yeah, so the next question is, if you were to move anywhere in the world, where would you move and why? Like, other than Toronto. Caitlin, you want to start off? Yeah. Um, well, I went on exchange. I went wow. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then COVID happened. But anyway, um, if I were to move anywhere, it'd probably be Vienna. I really liked Vienna. That's so interesting. Yeah, well, it You're kinda, an artsy gal? It, like... It fits my vibe because, like, her aesthetic, if you my will. aesthetic, because there's a lot of museums, which I like a lot of, like, I didn't know you liked museums, grass, like, open area and yeah. parks and stuff, a lot yeah. of walking areas, a lot of, yeah, a lot of walking areas, and then there's also, like, the riding school, which is super cool, and I love horses. The, oh, ah, she's a horse thing. girl, okay, but so <laughs> horse is, girl alert, but so is Lisa, yep, and actually, two thirds of the podcast oh, are horse girls. Yeah, I didn't know I you used were. To oh my god, yeah, one of my we cousins is actually. One of my cousins is like she like boards horses. Like that's her job. Oh shit! She started like at her house. So I used to ride her horses. So four, three out of three horse girls. Yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a horse girl yeah. though because I only come on move over to I, the dark side. I've only ever ridden a horse like that or rode a horse the one time. Um, maybe like I think like a pony ride at a carnival doesn't count. But like no. I rode a horse like once in like an open yeah. area. You know? I went to horse camp for like seven years. So. Not to brag. Uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I'd say plus. Vienna because I just love the city and like obviously there's a lot of history and stuff, especially in terms of like classical music 
And yeah. I was also, <laughs> I was in string orchestra, so. Wow. Not, again, not to brag. Caitlin's really <laughs> hyping herself up a bit Humble here. brags only. <laughs> this is more like Caitlin's actually a huge nerd. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I love Vienna, so that's my pick. Claire? So when I was in, you guys wouldn't have even probably known this because I didn't know you guys in high school. But when I was in high school, until like end of grade 11, I wanted nothing more than to move to California, Mm -hmm. not because of like, oh, I want to go to be in LA. I genuinely just wanted to because, um, I used to want to be a casting director for movies and I wanted to be in California. My mom would always say to me, like, honestly, you still can film. Yeah. (laughs) My mom was always like the film industry in Toronto was like popping off. You could just stay here, even Vancouver, but I mostly just wanted to move to California. And, um, I wanted that for a long time. And then in the end of grade 11, um, I, you know, want a couple things happened that made me want to stay, but I wanted to go to UCLA at one point. So I would say if I had to move anywhere, I haven't been, I actually haven't been to Europe since I was like 15. So I can't really speak for that, but I wanted to move to California for a long time. And I like, I want to start my own company still. Mm-hmm. And San Fran. Yeah. If yeah, I started in awesome. Toronto and got, yeah, if I started in Toronto was able to expand, the first place I would expand to is like definitely Silicon Valley. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say California. I think it's like specifically LA. I just think it's a really fun city and And they actually have Trader Joe's. Yeah. Oh my god. Trader Joe's it seems so good. Like yeah. maybe when quarantine's over we'll do like a road trip. So <laughs> yeah. down. I'd be down. A hundred percent. So, and Lisa, where would you move? Yeah. So I think for me, like I've always been really a city girl. Mm -hmm. And for me, if I were to move anywhere, it would probably be another big city like Chicago, New York. Um, I could definitely see myself moving to one of those. And I think just like based on what I want to do, like that would also give me the most opportunity, but it's mostly just like the vibes of the city. Like I really thrive in, Mm -hmm. I know Caitlin said like, Oh, green open spaces for me. I really thrive in like the concrete jungle. And that's just really my vibe. (laughs) Me too, honestly. I get that. California has good hikes though. Like it's a good, that's true. I think it's a really good mix of the two. Like I also would consider LA. Yeah. Um, but definitely a big city. Ooh, again, fun fact we were roommates in so if we actually become influencers there could be a move in the in the future you never know so catch me in vienna (laughs) (laughs) where do you guys see yourself in five years this is kind of like a job interview question but genuinely where do you see yourself yeah so i that's a good question i mean i mentioned earlier that i'm going to law school and i definitely in five years that's when i'd be done and kind of in the workplace for two years i can see myself working at one of the big firms on bay street you know living the dream um that'd be awesome and by that point in five years i mean we'd all be like 27 28 which is kind of crazy no we're 26 we're 26 oh i'd be 27 yeah so 26, 27. Hopefully we're like, but, at least hopefully like we have a serious relationship yeah. at that point. I was thinking like, about that. Not married. Like, <laughs> I'm high key trying to find my husband in law school. So oh, yeah. um, I'm hoping <laughs> that I'll be like in a relationship by then. And yeah. honestly, living the best of both worlds. So yeah. What about you? Okay. When I think, so it's 2020 right now. And when I think to five years ago, 2015, I was just like starting to figure out what I wanted and not only just kind of realizing what I wanted, but kind of realizing like I can achieve what it is that I want. Like it's not something so far off in the future. So 
I wanted to do marketing. And then in university and like doing work, like summer term work experience, I realized that the part of like marketing I like is usually outsourced to agencies. So now I'm like working with a smaller agency um, and I want to work for a bigger agency so that I can kind of learn the business model when it's like a larger scale organization. But I really like want to start my own agency, not just because, but I think I just, I do better when I am, I know I'm doing it for me and it's not just like something I'm pulling out of my ass, you know, Love like that. I, it's not just something like, not just for the sake of like having my, my own business, but I just learned that about myself is that when it's like something I'm doing for me, I'm like yourself motivated. motivated. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. and like, I don't know. I think I get that from my dad. Like he's, he was an entrepreneur back in his day. So <laughs> I think I have some of the qualities, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, achievements. Yeah. Junior yeah. achievement. <laughs> started young, but yeah, I want to, a lot of people that I've, I've talked to a few people that want to start like their own agency specifically. And they've always said like, oh, I think I'll do that in my thirties. But for me, like I want to have kids when I'm in my thirties and I know that it'll be harder to start something from the ground up at that point. And I'm a firm believer and you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So I do want to start that young. So I think in five years from now, I could see myself being in like the earlier stages of that and Mm -hmm. building that up. So if you ever need legal counsel, hit me up. Oh yeah, of course. (laughs) I was already planning on doing that anyway. So I'm glad I have your permission. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly have no idea. Like, I'm doing a rotational because I'm still trying to figure out my life. Um, but hopefully by then, yeah, like you said, maybe maybe I'll be engaged. I hope that would be awesome. Do you guys see yourselves living downtown Toronto? Oh, yeah, 100%. I definitely yeah. do. And then I also... Going for drinks with these gals every every night. All right, <laughs> Croc Rock. Um, yeah. Cactus Club is the new place. I maybe our, like, maybe our fiancés can be friends. Yeah, I would love that. I hope so. Yeah, or and we could, like, all the set simps, each other up. The three simps, they'll have a group chat call. We'll go on double dates. Double dates are actually Triple. so fun. Yeah. Actually, I've only been on one and it was terrible What if they call, like, the three, the three, not the Simp- three musketeers, Kateers. the three stooges, or no, what's it called? Stooges. 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 Three stooges. Yeah. That's what we'll tell them they have to name their group chat that. Yeah. They'll be simps naming their group chat whatever we tell them to name it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brad, Chad, and Fred. Well, it's Fred. 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 But it's funny because in first year, like Claire and I would always talk about how when we grew up, we were going to have side by side houses and oh, like yeah. our nannies. We would oh, like share yeah. a nanny. Oh, and we had so our sweet. names picked out. Should we tell them what our names yeah. were for our daughters? So for me, Addison for a girl and Nicholas for a boy. For me, it was Emerson for a girl or Brighton for a girl. Addie and Emmy. Because we were going to name Aww. Addison. Grace and Emerson Grace and Addie and Emmy but then also the name Brighton I picked the name Brighton and either I would name make her middle name Cara Brighton Cara or Brighton Bell which I think is a little cringe well I like Cara what about you Myers Myers for a a little for a little buddy (laughs) haven't thought this far but as you can see we're kind of on different wavelengths wait but I know what I'm gonna name Caitlin's little half Asian baby your pets (laughs) wait like your dog's so I'm gonna have a cat and I okay. wanna name her Luna because I think that's I really love cute. Either yeah. Luna or Cleo, because I think that's oh, cute. Cleo I love is both. So yeah. Cute. And then I want a pet dog. Oh. What kind of dog? 
a palm ski, like half Pomeranian, half husky. It's like a husky that never gets big, basically. Oh, um, my God. And I want to name my palm ski Gizmo because I think that's super cute. Oh, yeah. That's very you. Yeah. So I've named my I've named my pets. Have not named my children. I feel like it would okay. be it really fits your personality <laughs> to like have a dog so you love to walk. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so yeah, the next question. I mean, Caitlin mentioned she went on exchange. I did as well. And I guess just to play off of that a little bit, because I know we've all been to Europe, um, is what is your craziest or like most funny travel story? Caitlin, you want to start us off? Start us off here. Well, this isn't even crazy. It's literally just me being stupid because <laughs> I suck at traveling. Like I got my passport water damaged in Nice. <laughs> Um, and it like literally wouldn't scan, but I was only taking, oh, I actually took like four flights. I went through like four different countries with that water damage passport, but it's a Canadian one. Like it's very powerful. So we don't worry too, too much. Yeah. Um, traveled with that water damage passport and like the city that I was on exchange at, which was Bordeaux, they don't have a Canadian embassy there. So I needed to go to Paris, but I was like, okay, you know what? I'm spending a week in Budapest. Like maybe I could just do it here which was good. So then I traded that passport in, got a new one or got a temporary one. And then I have to like pick up the real one afterwards. So I had a temporary passport. That was like my main way of getting around. Then I was in Budapest. I went on that boat cruise. And if you've ever done those, they're crazy. It's literally unlimited alcohol. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I paid, well, okay. I paid for the one where you get three free drinks mm-hmm. okay. or three included drinks. Cause it was like significantly so hammer. But yeah. But their drinks like, are so cheap there. Yeah. Not on the boat. And oh, you only no. have one option. But um, I like finessed and got some of random guy with like the real the wristband. Yeah. And he just kept on bringing me a beer. That's a really stuff. good idea. Caitlin yeah. is the queen of finessing free drinks. Like even in Waterloo. Oh, yeah. Even in Toronto. Yeah. Toronto's easy. Toronto's actually harder. pretty easy. Actually, oh, yeah, you're right. Toronto is easy money. Waterloo, you have to find the people that have made the commute from Western. Oh my and then, <laughs> and then you just have to make sure that your boyfriend who's not actually your boyfriend doesn't text you while you're waiting for your oh drink. My God. Anyways, that has nothing to that story has nothing to do with, with travel questions. stories. Yeah. So but yeah. Cause, oh yeah. So then I had like all these drinks, having a great time, didn't really know where my friend that I was traveling with went. And my who, who uh, was it? Marissa. Oh yeah. Uh, and then my wallet went missing. <laughs> Love that. So the only thing that I was traveling with no. for the longest time was my temporary passport oh my and my Apple Pay. But then I had to like cancel all of my credit cards yeah. and all my debit cards. Yeah. It was just a huge mess. This isn't even funny. She kept updating on her Finsta. I was following along from my yeah. little, my little home in Waterloo, Ontario. Anya and I were following along. It was play by play. It was quite tragic, but. Then eventually, like, they found my wallet in the club, and they mailed it back to me. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I had awesome. They were like, oh, you have to pay 60 euros, but there's no For way that shipping? I could sell them. I mean, sell them. There's no way that I could, like, give them yeah. the 60 euros. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then I never did. And then coronavirus happened, and then I left, so... And Trudeau said, oh, if you yeah. are abroad, it is time to come home. <laughs> exactly. Wait, were, you still, were you still away when he said that? Yeah, I was. Because oh I left the day after St. Patrick's Day because um, 
flights were crazy expensive yeah. and I was like like me and my friends who are also from abroad were like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and like some people were like I'm going home right away and then some people were like I'm just gonna wait like maybe it'll pass oh obviously no. it didn't they're pass. still there <laughs> no they're not <laughs> obviously it didn't pass so here we are here we are three months later yeah going strong nice. yeah so traveled without good story anything pretty yeah. much for no it was still a good like two weeks honestly 10 out of 10 you know what though you live and you learn I yeah <laughs> and like when will you ever do that exactly again? yeah exactly awesome. but yeah love budapest a lot uh, i can't wait to go like that's literally at the top of my bucket list oh is it okay yeah. you tell but yeah yours, tell yeah yours. so my i also went on exchange i was in france but like at a different time and during my best friend's reading week she came to visit me and we did like a long trip to Italy which was awesome and uh, my funniest travel story was when we were in Venice and we were in like the main square of Venice which is called St. Mark's Square and we were taking pictures and like being hoes in front of the church because like we're not good Christians (laughs) at all in front of the church yeah and we were just like getting cute photos like the sun was setting Mary and Joseph Um, are shaking (laughs) yeah and like I was taking photos of her and this man kept coming up to her I should paint a picture a little bit more. It's like a huge square with people all over the place, and there are pigeons literally everywhere. (laughs) Set the scene. No, and then if you hold food, the pigeons like go on you. I did that. It was scary. Exactly. You should not do that because they are dirty animals. (laughs) But so this guy comes up to Sally, my best friend, and he's like, Hold out your hand. Like, here, take this rice. And she's like, What the fuck? I don't want rice. And I'm like, What is he cooking? Or raw rice? No, raw rice. Like grains of rice. Oh my god. And then I'm like, and Sally's like, no, I don't want this rice. And the guy's like, no, take it. And I'm like, sir, I'm literally yelling at this man. I don't know. I'm like, sir, we are clearly trying to take a photo. Sir, I'm yelling. And he's (laughs) continuing to try to give her rice. She's like, go away. So he goes away. Then she's continuing to pose. I'm like, yes, queen. Another guy comes up to her with rice, like his colleague or whatever. Does the same thing. I'm paging him again, yelling at him, whatever. And he is, like, literally trying to, like, grab her hand to put the rice in her hand. And all of a sudden, all I see out of the corner of my eye is a cop just speed walking past them, like, not even saying anything. And literally, they scattered. They ran across the square. And Sally and I were so shook. We're like, did we almost just get pickpocketed? Because my theory was... They were going to put, like, one guy was going to try to put the rice in her hand while the other one stole something. Honestly, that checks out, though. But there's more to the story. So that was my theory. And then the next day, we were taking a walking tour, which, like, if you don't know, one, like, good travel tip that I learned on exchange is do the free walking tours because you basically, it's free to go on it, but then you just tip the tour guide, like, however good they were. Like, you can tip them as much as you want. So we went on this tour and this lady was amazing. Like she told us all the tea about Venice. And at the end, I'm like, okay, lady, like this scenario happened. What do you take of it? And she's like, apparently these men put rice in kids' hands. And then once the rice is in the hand, they're like, okay, now pay me 20 euro to the parents. Because think about it. If you're a kid, how are you going to get the kid to hand over a handful of rice? And then at that point, the parents have no choice but to pay for it. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. But we are whole last 20 year olds. Why did they do it to us? If I were a mom, I'd be like, oh, sorry, I didn't want the rice. You just dumped it in my child's hand. Like, yeah, but they're like intimidating or like they do some shady shit. And then also they can pickpocket you at the same time. So I'm like, my theory was kind of right. Wait, this is so random. But in Venice, were people trying to sell you selfie sticks? 
Oh, yeah, all the time. But that's, like, literally every tourist destination, which is so weird because selfie yeah. sticks hit Canada, like, years before Europe, I feel like. A lot oh, of was it, like, a that. recent yeah. innovation in Europe? I don't know. I don't know. That's but, yeah, that was my story. Claire, do you okay. want to go? So, I did not go on exchange. Um, I have not been in Europe since I was 15, so uh, six years ago. But, anyway, yeah, almost six years ago. So, I the best I could – this, I guess, doesn't really compare, but – I was with a group of students, like, a bunch, there were people I didn't, like, it was mostly people I didn't know from all over North, like, Ontario, Canada, and I think there was a couple from the States, but anyway, so it was a very, like, Western experience traveling Europe, but um, my friends and I, we were roommates in this, like, we were staying in college dorms, and we were only there for, like, half the summer, like, it was not, it was not exchange, um, and we had a curfew. So one night we went for a walk and this was like at the end of the trip. At this point, we'd been on multiple campuses. We'd been to different cities where we'd been in different camp on, on different campuses. And the rule always was that um, the rule was always that you had to be you had to check in with like teachers at I think it was midnight, but you were allowed to be on campus, not in your room at that point until 1 a.m. So somehow we didn't realize that that rule didn't apply the last week of the trip when we were on this huge campus in Dublin, Ireland, and we thought we were allowed to be anywhere on campus after midnight, after we checked in. So my friends and I, we were like, we went for a little walk, and um, we were on our walk, and we ran into a group of tourists from Italy, and they call us over, they're like, oh, come here, come here, it's all guys, we were all girls, and they were definitely... About 20 to 23, I would say. And we were at that point 15 and 16. So they call us over. I like just now realize how creepy (laughs) that is. Like not just now, but like when you told me this in first year, I was like, oh, it's only five years. But now I'm like, that's disgusting. Like guys our age going for 15 Yeah, now that you've been our our age. Yeah. So at first I was like, whatever. Like I didn't, like I was like, let's keep walking. But one of my friends fully starts like walking over there, which is fine. So she goes and walks over to them and literally all of them were so ugly except for one. And my friend starts talking like the one, (laughs) the one that's attractive. The other ones were all like honing in on the other ones of us. And there was one guy that was speaking to me in like completely clear English. Like he clearly knew how to speak English. And then he starts asking me to come to his like room, but I was 15 like, like, I was honestly 15, like, I was so pure, and I just started saying, like, oh, sorry, like, I'm 15, I'm 15, and then he starts pretending, like, he doesn't know how to speak English, and I look over, like, my friend is now making out with the one guy, and then one of the other girls starts, like, making out with the other guy, and I was like, oh, my God, and, like, all the other guys was were just, basically, a lot of my friends were making out with the guys, I was just standing there. And I was like, so how's everyone doing tonight? Like, I was just trying to make conversation. And then, um, yeah, we ended up hanging out with them for the remainder of the night. I remember, like, they were smoking cigarettes. And, of of course, like, I wasn't going to smoke a cigarette from them. Um, But they were just like, that was what they did in their spare time. And then it was very chill and then at one point like honestly it was fine and then at one point one of the supervisors like not even one of the teachers from our trip one of the supervisors she and the like head of the trip the guy that's organized this trip for like years and years and years they come driving by and all we hear is them screaming 
what the hell do you guys think you're doing to us? And then we immediately like, oh my God, oh my God. And we didn't even know we were breaking any rules. We thought we were allowed to be on campus at any point. And I forgot to mention, but we were actually flying home back to Toronto the next day. Like the trip was over. So um, they started yelling at us saying that they were going to be calling our parents and telling our parents what happened. And I knew like my mom, if I just told her like, this is what happened, nothing, it wasn't that serious. She would be fine with it. But they started telling us that they're going to tell our parents. And um, they started yelling at the guys for they were like these girls are 15 and 16 years old you should not be talking to them and yeah we went back to our room and all I could think about was the fact that like there was this one guy on the trip that honestly like we were such good friends like I had such a big crush on him and he found out about the whole situation and I was like he's gonna think like I was hooking up with one of those guys from Italy and I was so sad and then the next morning we we got on the bus to go to the airport and he starts laughing hysterically. Those girls that and that I hung out with on the trip, we always took the back five seats of the bus. And we got on the bus and literally every the next morning to fly home, every single person was already on the bus and our back five seats were open. And every person at that point knew what had happened the night before. And that was the story. And we fly home and go home to our families and... Yeah, I guess my best my best travel story is some random guys from Italy hanging out with me when I was 15 years old. So amazing. I think that conclude that concludes the fact that I need to just go back to Europe. So because now you're of age. Yeah, Woo! I've never been to Europe of age. We need to do a girls oh, trip. Yeah. I have um, a credit. <laughs> for a hostel in Dublin, so <laughs> I I never oh got god. to go to Dublin either. So got to St. Patty's Day. Oh my god, so. uh, we'll Dublin go, honestly we'll one of my favorite cities like I've ever been to. So yeah, so you go there. Okay, so like let's go off of the job questioning questions again. So if you could have any job other than what you are pursuing now, what would it be? Claire, you yeah, you start. Okay, um, I would say. Like, obviously, I studied business, and I'm glad I did, but if I could have another job, um, I think I would be more, like, willing to expand into the media industry just because, like, I don't know. I find that very interesting, and I think that's kind of why I wanted to get involved with, like, marketing agencies because a lot of the time they do PR and stuff like that, but I love, like... The yeah, and you can work with entertainment. Yeah, I love the PR side of things, and honestly, like, if I were to, like, work in an an agency where they're producing tv ads um i think it'd be so fun to like be on a set and be working with like actresses and producing stuff like that so i think yeah if i had any other job i'd want to do something with that that's a good one um (laughs) i would just well i like eating um but Mm. also like my taste buds low-key don't work that well which is why i'm not picky really really i didn't know that i don't know like Like, you don't taste food this is my theory like i just people are like oh like i hate this food and i'm just like it all tastes fine to me but i think it's because my taste buds don't work but also that's just a theory you could also not be picky yeah that could also just be (laughs) but anyway this goes against everything but i really really like to be like a judge on a food show oh because i love food shows like I watch so many like yeah. Chef's Table on Netflix. If you haven't seen that yet, so good. It's I haven't good. seen it. Yeah, That's the one where it. they pick specific countries' cuisine. Yeah, and, do it. and yeah, they're like so Michelin good. star chefs and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like 
I really liked MasterChef Junior. We love yeah. or MasterChef. Yeah, MasterChef's good too. And then like Chopped, obviously. Uh, like they're all just they're so, all so good. good. If you so, don't like food shows, like that's a little bit weird. Yeah. I but if I could be a judge on that, That'd even with awesome. my shitty taste buds. But mine would be just to be a chef. So you're cooked for me. I did totally. And honestly, for me, like I, I feel like whenever I say that, people are like, those are completely different. Like, yeah. why don't you just do that? Like if you're really passionate about it. And for me, it's more like I I really don't see myself working in that yeah. high stress environment. Maybe I'm being a hypocrite because law is a very high stress environment, but it's different. Like it's intellectual it's like work. White collar stress. Exactly. Yeah. And like also the hours of being a chef are very bad. Like you're opening a restaurant at five, you're closing at like two. Yeah. Um, especially if you're at a really high end restaurant. Like my best friend, she's a waitress at one of those, and like it's very high stress, like high stakes environment. Yeah. Um, but so that's why I wouldn't do it. But I'm very into cooking. That's one of my mm-hmm. hobbies. So yeah, cooking is yeah. so fun. I think there's like a fine line between. People always say, oh, like, do what you love. But when you really think about it, certain things that you love, you might not actually want to do that every single day of your life. And you can still love that thing and do it in your personal time. But, like, you might not actually want it to be your career. So Totally. Exactly. Like, I would never be pro in Minecraft. (laughs) Ooh, this is a good one. Who's most likely to get married first? I have Three, two, one, Claire. Claire. (laughs) I don't really think so, like... Honestly, I I don't really have an answer for this one, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, a lot because of it's you. Why, it's, why it's do you guys think you. so? Because you're very, like, set on getting married at a certain age. <laughs> like, I think you, of everyone, you have, like, your life plan, yeah. quote-unquote, like, out of everyone I do the least. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, we would have said Caitlin before you you and your ex broke up. Uh, I, I thought you guys like, were going to get married. We all, I openly said, I think you guys are going to get yeah, married. Yeah, Claire was like, oh, if anyone's going to get married, it's Caitlin and Patrick. I could just say his name. I don't care. But obviously that didn't you get married? No. Wait, I'm no, so broken up. What did you just say? I know you're broken up, when, when me and Patrick were t- together, Claire was like, I just know it. You guys are going to get married. No. And you guys are the only couple I th- said that about, too. Meanwhile, that was, like, my first serious relationship. And, like, you. I thought I'm a good topic for a future episode. Okay. Sorry. Usually, you don't end up marrying your first boyfriend Shit. or girlfriend. Shit. Unless you're, unless you're, <laughs> unless you're my dad. <laughs> Shit, I don't even know. So, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. The next question is, what is a trend that you wish would die right now? Self-deprecation, first of all. And I, playing the victim. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. I was just going to say bucket hats, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? Bucket hats. I really hate them. They're so ugly. I love bucket hats. I have a couple myself. We should. I, know, I don't mean to at you. Our second line of merch should include some bucket hats. Mm. We've been getting a lot of second messages. line, as if we. What about our yeah. first? A lot of people have been asking about bucket hats when they're coming out. What the deal is with those? <laughs> yeah. I honestly love bucket hats. I'm not gonna lie. I have to disagree with you on this one, Lisa. Sorry. My what was the trend? Oh, the trend that I want to die is jeweling. <laughs> I just hate oh. that. I hate that people are giving themselves nicotine addictions. Like, yeah, if I you agree. were if you were a heavy smoker before, great, like, whatever, and you're trying to quit, you, jewel. 
Jewel. That's way better than smoking, in my opinion, because it doesn't smell as bad. Uh-huh. And, like, you could, like, lower the nicotine in it or whatever. And it's more like the tobacco that's the issue exactly. anyway. Even though I don't support a nicotine addiction, I'm just saying, like, yeah, if you're going from smoking to Jewel, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So, Juuling, I don't understand Juuling. Weed vapes, on the other hand, I do support. Yeah, of course you oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> I love some Big shock. Marijuana. Yeah, so that well, wraps up everything for the Actually, week. I have the 21st question. Oh. Are, are you a virgin? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Um, well, you said nudes. We're like, okay. Absolutely uh, not. I just like hearing that. I cringe. I, okay, thank you guys for listening to the first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you liked it, please subscribe. There's going to be a lot of fun content coming soon. We are going to be releasing a new episode every single casual Friday. So I know right now we're all working from home um, or maybe not working, but we're at home. Regardless, we would love for you guys to tune in and listen every Friday to a new episode of the Casual Friday podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next week, keep it casual.